Well, hello everyone. This is Dr. Eileen and this is Medicine Walk. And for those of you who are listening in on Blog Talk Radio, this is Hailing House Radio. So I hope you had a good week and it was so much fun having uh, Reverend Donna, the Reiki master, uh, come in and talk about Reiki. If you didn't have a chance to take a look at that, then please look at the last episode and that completed our time on or our month devoted to healing works. So today we're going to begin our July topic, which is empathy. And I've done some other videos about empathy and I've had a lot of questions regarding it. So what I wanted to do was I wanted to really focus an entire month and go more in depth into it. Uh, I had a video previously about flipping the switch, turning empathy on and off. We'll be discussing that. And we'll also be looking at ways to incorporate the, the use of empathy, both on a receiving aspect and a transmitting. So for those of you who didn't know that as empaths, you could transmit, um, yeah, you can. And so we're going to be talking about that. So just to kind of, you know, get us all on the same page, the concept of empathy is not so much I feel for what you're going through. It's I feel for what you're going through and I have to get involved. And that's the main thing. It's that getting involved piece where people often have difficulty and often find challenges because, I mean, it's it's always good to want to help out people. Yeah, I've been an empath quite honestly, since before I was born. And I've shared a story about a condition that my mother had while she was pregnant with me that I carry the scars of in my lungs. So um, I'll share that one in, in one of the episodes when we talk about that idea of empathy and healing, empathy and, and transference. Now, as empaths often, you know, and especially as young empaths, in order to get everybody to feel good and an unregulated empath can only be as happy as the least happy person in the room because there's a connection is going to be created and it's going to cause um, a need in the empath to help this person be okay because if they're not okay, the empath can't be totally okay. You know, until they learn how to separate, until they learn how to detach from from that connection. So when you consider, you know, I mean, and the question that most people have is, well, am I an empath? How do I know if I'm empathic? Well, generally, if you create a very strong emotional bond with people very quickly, if you're someone who people come to and always want to talk about their problems because they they tell you it's it's as if you understand them. It's as if you, you know, you get them in a way that other people don't, that they feel safe with you, that somebody feels drawn to talk to you about their problems. And most people will instinctively find empaths because the empath is going to focus completely on them. So, you know, if, if you wonder, I believe that everybody has a certain level of empathy and, you know, yes, everyone, <laughs> but the thing is, is how is that applied? 
Like I said, empathy can both be received and transmitted. Empathy is when you feel an emotion as if it is your own. And when you're transmitting, that means that someone else will feel an emotion that you initiate as if it is their own. So this can go into a whole lot of very, very tricky places because there are those who utilize this ability to manipulate others and they're very good at it. And it's, it saddens me because for me, this empathy is such an amazing gift. And the idea that there are those who would use that gift for their own ends, for their own purposes, to manipulate other people. I mean, honestly, it breaks my heart to know that there are people that are out there doing that. And there is a spectrum of light and shadow. And the sooner we can accept, okay, there are just people who are going to do crappy things, the sooner we can go, all right, I don't have to be attached to that. I don't have to create a story around that where I have to consistently feel bad. So when you consider whether or not, and most people who are empathic usually have an idea that they are. Um, If you've always been told, oh my gosh, you're just so sensitive. You're too sensitive. You're probably empathic. If people ask you, why are you getting so upset over something that happened to somebody else? You're probably empathic. If you are, you know, experiencing, if you work with people who have a lot of problems or, or you have people around you have a lot of problems and you just can't be happy, you just can't be able to function unless you go and help them, you're probably empathic. So the idea is that, well, the way I consider it is empathy is a tool. And if you were a construction worker, well, you might carry around a mallet. And on a construction site, a mallet is a perfectly appropriate tool to have. And it's not the appropriate tool at, say, a wedding or a a birthday party, or, you know, you don't have to bring that tool. And my real purpose and my focus and my desire in bringing up this topic and talking about this topic is for people to understand, especially empaths, to understand you have choice. And there's, you know, I watch videos, you know, because I like to, you know, look at what other people feel about things that I experience. And when I see people, it's like, okay, you're an empath, you're stuck, you're going to be miserable, you're going to, you know, you cannot alter this, so therefore you're stuck with it and and it's going to weigh on you. I don't believe that. And I use empathy as a diagnostic, you know, tool. And when I work on people as a chiropractor, I can utilize the empathy to figure out where, you know, what physically is going on with them. If I'm working with somebody, if I'm counseling someone and they're having a hard time getting past, you know, something, you know, I can utilize empathy to be able to match their energy because that's what empathy is at its heart is an ability to match the frequency of someone else. 
And once you figure out that you can match that frequency and, and it doesn't have to be a person, it can be matching. You can have empathy with a tree. You can have empathy with a stone. You can have empathy with an animal, anything. It's, I mean, there, the possibilities are almost quite literally endless. And in fact, one of the things that I'm going to be teaching about how to turn it off and what is that experience of turning it off, we are going to go into detail on that. So by the time this month is over, you guys will all have an opportunity to understand what it feels like. And, and at first, at first it feels weird. At first, it, it's very disorienting, but the more you practice it and the more you realize that the first question in any situation is, do I need empathy at all? Will sympathy work? Will compassion be enough? Do I actually have to feel it at this level? And, you know, the, the answer to that may be yes, maybe no. It depends on what your situation is. If the answer is no, that, you know, you know what, I can be compassionate, I can be sympathetic, I don't have to feel this personally. And once you realize that, then you can say, okay, we'll just shut it off for a while. You know, I don't need that here. And you have so many gifts, you have so many other gifts that, you know, don't think that empathy is all you have because that's not true. You have other gifts. It's just maybe the empathy because it affects you so much. You know, maybe that's something that is one of the dominant gifts, but you've got lots of other gifts. You've got lots of other tools and potential tools for your toolkit. So don't feel that, well, if I don't use empathy, I don't have anything, which no, you've got other stuff and we'll be talking about that. So, you know, let's say, yeah, Empathy is something that I need to use right now for, for whatever reason. Um, maybe you're in a heal, working with a healing work. Maybe, you know, you're just really helping somebody who's going through something hard. And sometimes people can be very resistant to, you know, letting down their barriers and letting down their guard. And empathy can be used beautifully as a gentle way to help somebody see that they can trust you, to help them feel safe. So, you know, let's say you want, you know, you, no, this is a, a time when I would need to use empathy. Do you need empathy at level 10? Or do you just need empathy at level one? Do you just need like a little nudge to figure, oh, that's what's going on with them. That's, that's why they feel like nobody really understands them. And then back off. And then, you know, you can shut it off because you found out what you need to find out. It's not about using it to control anybody. I will never, ever teach about controlling people because, I mean, to me, that's like r totally wrong. Are there empaths who can, you know, manipulate people? Yes. Are those tech techniques, you know, possible to learn? Yes. And, and nobody's going to ever learn them from me. Do I know how to do that? Yes. I will say that I do. And that is a choice. And that is a very, very, very serious choice. 
you can use empathy to help you to help someone feel safe. You cannot use it to take away someone's free will. Or shall we say you should never utilize empathy to take away someone's free will. And, you know, I've known people who, you know, would try to use empathy to get someone they like to like them back. And it's, I mean, to me, that's a gray zone that is not a good one to go into. Whenever you go into any work, and and whether it's empathy, whether it's, you know, energetic works, you know, whatever. If you're going into it with the idea that you want something to serve you, that starts going into very, very tricky, energetic sort of areas. And it's just best not to. Yeah, if, if, if somebody likes you, great. If, if they're not that into you, great. You know, and as we look at this and as we look at what it means to be an empath, as we look at really what it means to experience emotion on a physical level, because it is a physical level that you experience it on. It's much more than just, you know, oh, well, that was interesting. You know, emotional pain becomes physical pain. And, you know, joy and love become these overwhelming physical experiences. And yes, you can, you know, as I said, these are not limited to people. And I have had some of the most amazing experiences by working empathy with things like, you know, trees. And I mean like those big ancient sequoias and the ancient oaks and, you know, and the redwoods. When you can go into a place surrounded by that level of nature and you bring up your empathy and just let it go out, that is an amazing, amazing experience when you're able to do that. Um, Most of the time, empathy does go with, you know, like from one person to another and that interaction. Now, if you have a pet or if you have an animal that you're working with, empathy can be used to help calm an animal. And, and I've done it. I've, I've had that experience where an animal is frightened and you just gently bring yourself quiet space And you create the connection because it is about matching frequencies. It is about creating a connection where there's a certain point where you're not quite sure where you end and that person begins. And there's definite light and shadow to that. Yeah, it's, it can create an amazing connection or it can go into that place of, you know, trying to trick someone or trying to get them to do something they wouldn't normally do. And, you know, I mean, there are prices that we pay for that. You know, we, I do not recommend playing in that playground at all. And for those of you who do, I mean, you know, hey, good luck. You know, I wish you luck with that because it will probably end badly. When you're connecting to somebody else, and it turns out that they're empathic too, that can create, and and one of the days we'll be talking about empathy in relationships. 
when you get two people who are empathic, it can either be this fantastic bond or it can be all of your personal yuck being reflected back at you. Because that's one of the main things about empathy is that in a way you become a mirror and you're able to reflect that person, you know, for their light, their shadow or whatever, to be able to reflect that in a way that they can see, that they can feel. And when you have two empaths in a relationship who can do that with each other, um, it can, like I said, it can be either really great or very challenging. So when you consider, you know, a relationship, it's like, oh, well, another empath would be great. Well, you know, depending on how good they are, it means that there are no secrets. It means, and it also means an increased level of trust because it means that you have to trust each other. There has to be that place of, I know that I have a vulnerability when I'm with this person and I'm okay with that because I know they would never take advantage of it. So as we look at uh, empathy and how we manage our relationships with it, it it really is a very interesting paradigm because it sort of sets you apart in a way. And, And often people who have particular gifts, whether it's, you know, clairvoyance, clairaudience, empathy, um, you know, whatever it is, they often feel isolated from other people. And when they find someone who understands what that feels like, you know, it it can be a very powerful bond between you because you know that that person understands that they get it. They get it, you know, that maybe you walk into a particular situation and suddenly, bam, you're aware of all kinds of stuff that's going on in that room on an energetic level, on an emotional level. Now, empaths are normally drawn to become healers. And it feels good to help someone because the better they feel, the better you feel. You know, when they, oh, you know, I'm feeling great then you can be okay. You can go, okay, I can, I can, you know, we're done. And, you know, now we can move on. But sometimes it's tough to move on. Sometimes the stuff that's burdening them gets stuck onto you. And so we'll also be talking about ways to clear when stuff gets stuck with you on an emotional, energetic level. Now, we did a unit on clearing, and so I would suggest that you, you know, you can go back and review clearing because we're going to be referencing some things out of that particular lesson. And so the idea of, of the clearing techniques that I'm going to be showing you are something that you can be able to work with and be able to uh, incorporate into your life and into your practices. You know, if you do have an actual spiritual practice or if you're just somebody who's empathic. It, you don't have to be anything. You know, your gift is your gift and it does not require you to do anything, but appreciate it and enjoy it. And occasionally enjoying it means you turn it off every once in a while. And like I said, if, if you're an empath who has spent their whole life as an empath, the first time you turn it off, it's going to feel weird. And 
that's okay. You know, you just turn it off for a little bit and then come back out. The technique that I'm going to be teaching you, the technique that I'm going to be showing you, um, will be able to have that be kind of a gradual thing as opposed to like doom, abrupt stop. So, uh, it's, it'd be a good idea to go back, review clearing, and we're going to be talking about, uh, empathy, not so much from, uh, you know, the ways that you can use it. We're, we're going to be talking about that a little bit, about how you can use it you know, like externally, how you can manage it in the world. Mostly what we're going to be talking about is how do you manage it inside of yourself? How do you walk in this world in the most comfortable way that will allow you to experience your empathy as a gift? And, you know, it just hurts my heart bad when I hear people refer to it as a curse, as, as something that is interfering in their lives, as, as something that makes them vulnerable. And, you know, it, it, it just hurts me because it is an amazing gift. It is an ability that while most people have, few of them really get to the point where they can work with it, where they can, you know, actually take action and, and feel things and initiate feelings and to be able to make connections in that way. It is not a curse. It is not something to be avoided. It is not, you know, and, and while yes, occasionally it's something that, you know, you can dial it down, you know, and say, okay, you know, today in this moment, in this situation, I really don't need to be empathic. I don't need to pull that particular tool out of the toolkit. And just by being able to have that choice, you're going to find that you have much more fun with it, that it becomes what it was meant to be, something to bring you joy, something to allow you to help people, something to allow you to, to connect with your world and the universe and reality and everything in a much more powerful way in a much more intimate way, in a much deeper way. So this is a good thing. Empathy is a wonderful thing. Yeah, there were times in my life when, you know, it was hard. And as my instinct as an empath was to take other people's pain into myself. Because as long as they weren't having it, I was okay. You know, even though it was eating me up. You don't have to take it on. You don't have to pull things into yourself. You can be able to acknowledge it, identify it. And then once you have identified the problem, you don't need empathy anymore. Then there's other things that you can tap into. So if you ever felt like you were a victim of empathy, that it's beyond your control, that it's, it's a curse you're stuck with, this is going to be a very good month for you. Because by the end of it, you're going to realize that it is an asset that can help you in many, many, many ways, including having, finding a deeper relationship with your core self, with your emotions. You know, we're going to be talking about how we manage our emotions and how to realize what it is, you know, is what we're feeling something that's coming in or is it coming from us? And if it's coming from us, then we got to deal with our emotions. Empaths 
can learn how to be able to manage their emotions to the point of creating choice around it. There's so much less reflex and reaction when you can go, okay, I've identified that emotion. Now, what do I want to do with it? So this is going to be an awesome month. I'm, and I, empathy is probably something that I utilize more than almost anything else in the practices. And it can be a foundation for an amazing spiritual, energetic experience. So looking forward to it. So, um, that's all we're going to talk about today. We're just going to, it's kind of like teaser time. And we will be back next week and we will start the study of empathy. And if you like this video, then please hit the like button. You can subscribe to the community and make sure you hit the bell notification and you are able to, um, that will get, make sure that you get notified of things. And if you want to share the video, please feel free to. You, there's a lot of topics that we've covered. So if this is the first one you've watched, then look back through and there may be some other topics that really are helpful for you. If you would like to support this channel at a bigger level, then you can go to the Patreon link that is in the description and become a sponsor. And it's really exciting, you know, to see different people who are, you know, coming together to support, you know, for me to really make the most of this because I want to make the most of this so you can get the most of this. So, you know, things like, you know, cameras, editing software, all of that stuff, you know, this is something I really want to build and I want to build it so people can have a place to go to gain information and, you know, it's just there. And if you would like to support this, then, you know, thank you. I really appreciate this. So uh, we'll be back next week. And if you would like to connect with me more, you can go to my Facebook page, Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen. And you can also follow me on Twitter. I think that's it for today. So thank you for joining me. We'll see you next week. And as always... I wish you balance and I wish you blessings from my heart to yours. Love you. And yes, we'll be talking about love. <laughs> and class dismissed. <laughs>